0: Today on the Mindful Leader podcast, we have Daria Albrez, who's a former professional fighter and currently a mixed martial arts fighting and striking coach. She's also a Muay Thai practitioner, a physical therapist, psychologist, and a mind coach. So the first question is, what are the biggest problems we face as leaders today?
1: You're always starting with big questions. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think authenticity, like to, we face that problem that I mean, we know that in order to we can of balance and in equ- equanimity in our life and our mind, right? Uh-huh. We need to be authentic, and authenticity is just sometimes it's just this fine line on being too true and then not, not leading, not be a a proper leader then in that moment. So it's always basically when we lead, like when I when I talk about myself, right? When I lead those sixty, seventy MMA fighters <laughs> in those groups or sometimes through. Big fights. Um, then it's always this fine line between okay, me because I'm I'm compassionate, I'm soft, I'm kind of kind, hopefully, <laughs> right? I I'm, I'm try to, but I'm I'm more a soft person. I'm more an introvert by nature, and all of a sudden I have to be extroverted. I have to lead. I have sometimes to really uh, kick them the right direction, right? And I um, have to so, so that. It's it's really hard for, for me actually, and I think for many one of, uh, for, for my clients also, and for many people I talk to, it's always coming back to this. Okay, when you still true to yourself, but but you still have to get that mission done, right? Mm-hmm. That project done, that fight done. So
0: yeah, it's uh it's it's an excellent point, and it's tough because of all the conditioning that we have that you know, society or your environment or your parents or the school, they teach you that you should be this and say that and feel this, don't feel that. And a lot of people have different masks, right? I have a different mask when I'm fighting, when I'm with my parents, when I'm doing this, right? And it's, it's sometimes tough, right? And I think especially for a leader, when people have to look up for them. So so I I love that you're bringing in, you know, being authentic and that you whole
1: know, element. like I mean, that's like very important for us at least as leaders as human humans is to be intuitive, right? To be in, in, you need to be intuitive. You need to be in contact with your intuition because it leads you through the darkest, but also to the highest height, right? To the to the deepest, but also to the highest heights. It's intuition mm-hmm. is part of humanity, of the human being, of the whole, and. If you're not authentic, it's very hard to be intuitive (laughs) because you're not yourself, right? So you're not in contact with with yourself, you're not in contact with the world. And so I feel that every time. Every time when I lose to myself, when I go off path, then I just, I, I don't feel it. I don't feel it anymore. I can't read people anymore. I decide like in in situation in such a weird way it's not even me looking back because i was not in touch with myself i was not authentic and i was not in touch with my intuition so definitely
0: do you have any i know i know i'm putting you on the spot do you have any quote or credo or mantra or saying maybe something that you've always had for a while or or just something that you're keeping in the back of your mind these days
1: yeah i actually um have two quotes and they they're part of my life since two years at 20 years for sure and one is love is the most powerful force and the other one that came a little bit later maybe 15 years is empower people Mm. those two things so when i do something, and it's not always easy in what I do. I'm in the alpha male world, MMA world, right? So I was for the most of my life. Now I'm changing a little bit. but um, So leading with love, <laughs> I was um, costing myself and also my uh, environment a lot of trouble, <laughs> right. right? But at the end it is, because love means also self-love, right? And it, it's coming back to authenticity. If you don't love yourself, you, you're not yourself, you can't be authentic. I mean, it's the whole chain going on, right? So, so definitely that love is the most biggest force. And every time when I get mm, frustrated, angry, I get back to this place of love. To this, this peaceful place. That's for me a very peaceful place. And, and the other one for sure empower people. Mm-hmm. Whatever it takes. Just empower people
0: out of love. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I was going to say. You know, c- combine them together and,
1: yeah, and you got it. Exactly. Yeah.
0: yeah. I, know, I know love is a, is a touchy, touchy word and very sensitive in, in some you know, leadership circles, definitely in the, the corporate IT space. Mm-hmm. But I feel like more, I mean, I feel I know, and, and I'm hearing from, from leaders around the world that they're using it more often that it's okay to start talking more about emotions and feelings and love and Hmm. compassion. So, so I really like that. And it resonates with me, you know, empowering people with, with love. And you mentioned self-compassion, right? If you don't get it internally, how are you supposed to bring it to others? right?
1: That's what I definitely um, teach my clients, but I also truly believe that if you want to be a really great leader, you have to go on this, self-development path and uh, of course it's exactly what you said it's feeling really touchy it's like kind of in the mainstream but it's, it's not about that and we know that uh. everybody who went into self-development to this self-search this inner deep search knows it's everything but not feeling and touchy and feeling right and um, with with my fighters also I mean five years even five years back when you were to, when you were talking with an MMA fighter about uh, self-love self-acceptance all those things even authenticity be real, they would have told you, yeah, kind of, yeah, but not, no, I need to be, I have to play a certain role, and, and then, but slowly, right, the world is evolving, and we, now, we, under so much pressure, there's so much happening, it's the only way out, is deeper in, mm-hmm. right, go deeper inside, it's the only way out, and I think by now we all know that, right, so, of course, it's spread out in all kinds of, our parts of humanity. Yeah,
0: yeah. And more and more research and science, you know, to, to back that. So it, it's good that you're bringing that that element in of uh, of how to start, you know, that that self development or professional development. But before we get into the how, I want to jump into the topic of mindfulness and, and mindful leadership specifically. So what is it for you, mindful leadership, and and why is it important?
1: Mindful leadership. I mean, I'm talking to someone from mindfulness. We're both mindfulness teachers. I think we're very aware about that—that that present moment awareness and that non-judgment, all those things—to uh, be with you in the now. It's first, everything happens in the now, right? We know that. And there's something you need to center yourself when you when you're a leader. Usually, you have a lot of things to do. And it seems so paradox- paradoxical, but again, it's like the deeper you go, the more you're in the now, deep with you you at the base, the the more clear and faster you will do your task, right? If it's Let's say we talk about efficiency right now, not even about like self-development, right? Mm. When you, Because a lot of leaders are about, okay, I have to be efficient. I have to be like productive. I have to be on, on track. So I explain to people a lot, okay, you don't have to be, so super spiritual. It's not even about that. But when the more present you are, the more and now the more mindful you are, of course the more productive you will be because your mind is laser focused on the on the task you have to do, right? Instead of scattered. And I uh, um, was teaching a webinar yesterday about that. The scattered mind, you cannot do anything. Any whatever mental skill you imagine it's focus, concentration. If it's uh, the skill of uh, visualization, you can't do it if your mind is scattered, right? So the centering, this mindful being in the now and um, the self-awareness will make you, of course, a a better leader, a better better everything, a better human being. And uh, that's why that should should be the base of everything we do. That's For me, that's always the starting point. Whatever mental skill, like I said... Whatever cognitive training I do with my clients or my fighters at the end it always comes back to some breath work um, um awareness presence mindfulness because that that's where it all starts right it builds it's, it's the most fundamental thing we need to learn yeah
0: yeah i i recently was was attending a uh, a course And the instructor, he brought the topic of mindfulness with a great metaphor. And he said it's like a a rider on a horse. And he told the the story of this this wise guy on the porch and he's just chilling on the side of the road. And coming up, there's this galloping horse with a rider on the horse. And he's just coming and screaming, "Ah!" and rides off. A few minutes later, down again on the road
1: ah
0: three four times he comes by and finally the guy gets some carrots some apples some sugar cane puts it in the middle of the road and the guy's coming ah the horse stops starts eating the the food the guy on the horse is you know panting holding on for dear life and the guy's like where are you going where are you headed and he says i don't know ask the horse And what he said, this instructor, he said, mindfulness is you realizing that you're on a horse. Mm. That we're part of this, this life, this experience, this presence. And often, if we're not doing, putting in the work, if we're not developing it, life takes us. The horse takes us. Our emotions drive us. Our conditioning drives us. So mindfulness is I want a horse. This is presence. I'm moving through time and space. These are my senses. And, and like you're saying, that's the foundation. And then you can build, okay, well, maybe if I do this, the horse will go that way. Oh, these are my strengths. These are my weaknesses. And then you can start building all the other stuff. Which, speaking about strengths and weaknesses, because for a leader, it's being mindful of the two. Hmm. And then working with those. And I know some people have philosophy: double down on the strengths, don't worry about the weaknesses. Vice versa, hmm. some people focus on really developing their weaknesses. What are, what's one of your strengths? One of your weaknesses, and how do you work with those? Um, I would
1: say my strength is that I am very intuitive. I can feel people really a lot, their energy. I can read people very well and sometimes <laughs> actually too well. Too and well. in the same time, that's exactly my weakness, you know, because I, um, I mean, some some people, I have some interesting people in my circle and some of them are healers. They always say, Daria, you could be not just an MMA coach, you should be a healer, <laughs> an energetic healer. But um, I just didn't, didn't develop that talent or that type in me. But I feel it still, right? I'm, I'm very... Maybe it's just the brain who picks up on so many because I'm also very sensitive no. like to information, so my brain picks up on a lot tinier information what maybe other other people don't and um, so I process it quite fast, I guess so that that's why I feel people and pretty fast, I can feel what's going on, I can read them, I can act fast on it right so I can help so I can reach out a hand pretty um, fast, but then. Sometimes if I don't control it, if I'm not mindful about that, it's just overwhelming me uh-huh. because I'm taking on all those informations. And that's why um, I think we spoke also about that. That's why I need so much time by myself, When I, especially when I was teaching um, before COVID. No? I, when I was traveling around a lot and teaching seminars, and it's always like 50, 50 70 guys. Uh-huh. And it's huge. And they're some of the best fighters in the world. And it's like a lot. Sometimes there's press. And... There's a lot going on, and um, so I need those times where I really calm down because my mind, if it, if it gets out of control and it's overwhelmed, I'm I'm like this, and I almost break. I don't break, of course we don't break, but it feels like that. Right. It feels like I get completely reactive, and uh, I have to be mindful about that for sure. So.
0: Right for every. Strength there's a weakness and and vice versa and it's important yeah. to, to be mindful of that right aware of that and, and be able yeah. to find a balance and manage it
1: yeah and absolutely and I think honestly because when I was younger I was more basically the negative side was more prevalent, right I was extremely sensitive i didn't know the, but i didn't know about mindfulness i didn't know about all those things you and I know or the, the mental performance things I do now i mean I went because of who I am, how I am, how my brain is structured. I went into this, and I got really good in what I do because I can feel it. I know what people are going through. This, this whole, I'm so connected, right? And I built that intuition because of that. So, of course, it's like like with everything, you know. Um, it's like with uh, failure and success. It's basically the same. It's just, I mean, it's the two sides of the same coin. And we call it like that, right? We call it failure. We call it success. But even when you go a year further, how many times did you think back? And both of them wasn't <laughs> what is what is, what it seems to be, right? Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah. So I, I want to end with you know the, the final uh, final set of of things to discuss, and and that's the how. We mentioned a lot of things today, and you talked about how you were before and how you are now. So how does one start this, this journey or how does one enhance the the journey they're on to become a more mindful leader, a mindful human, you know, and all that, that jazz.
1: (laughs) I have to laugh. because You know, my, my really true answer to that is you have to crash really hard. Mm. You have to like, if you, it's just, it's just very often, because as long as you're still kind of compensating, because you know a lot of times we like, we don't like it, we feel like, oh, it's coming up, there's whole energies, so you can't deal, you're overwhelmed, it gets better, more, 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 but then you find something to compensate, and you just cut the brushes off, it's alright, it's alright. Right. But you, there's this moment where you really crush, and that's this awakening moment, right? That, that's what every, like most of the people have. This, fresh, when they were deep down and like okay I really don't want to live like this and I cannot even live that's even worse right? All
0: right, all right
1: cannot don't want to or cannot and when you reach that point which I did reach and it, it was not just once it came it was better you know it, it's just a process right and I think that's when that that awakening comes then you will be on your way because you there's just something just this connection we have to to our environment, to the universe, however you want to call it. We're all connected, right? And then when you start to awaken step by step, you don't see the big picture at the beginning? Of course not. We still don't. I, I still don't know what, what is the big picture, but I'm open now, right? Hmm. And those steps got maybe a little bit bigger, <laughs> different, but you, you start. And step by step, you, you get there Journey.
0: Yep. I totally uh, agree with that, you know, getting your ass kicked and, and falling down and, you know, going through a lot of hard stuff. But what's what's helped me is is then forming habits. Yeah. Motivation for me is, it's nice, but it's kind of short. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, t- today I'm feeling motivated, but what do I do on those days where I'm not feeling motivated? Yeah. And, and that's where rituals and habits and, and self-discipline have really helped me. So I wanted to hear... uh of course, you know your your own program, so, so you could you could mention that. But what one, two, or three resources or programs, things would you recommend for somebody that's, you know, that you just recommend for somebody? You know, check this out. This might help. Whatever it is. I, of
1: course, I'm since my mindfulness teacher. I recommend people mindfulness. Because I truly believe it's just the base, right? And, and we both also know, of course, my, there there are these people where mindfulness not always will resonate with, right? They they need to find a different uh, way. Mm, it's it's you know. So I'm a mental performance coach. Like, what does that really mean? It's basically the whole range of psychology, huh. right? When the mental per- performance, I, I'm one like when it comes to sports, right? But even there, like it's a wide range of things. You do, you did, do things for so many mm, directions of psychology, and so it's, it would be really hard for me to say, okay, do this, do that. But mindfulness is one thing, and then definitely for me, yoga as the philosophy, not just yoga as an exercise. Just move your body. I'm an athlete, right? Ah. And you too. So um, sometimes people, when they're to cognitive, when you start with mindfulness with them, it's even the short exercises, it's too much. So they start more from a body aspect. You no, know, it's always like environment, mind, and body, right? I work in this triangle. Right. Yeah, everything happens in the mind or in the body or with the environment. So those are the, the anchoring points, basically. And so I wouldn't say do this program or that program, but I would people I advise people to think about those three parts, right? What does you good for the mind? Maybe it's mindfulness. Maybe it's not. Maybe it's a form of cognitive behavior therapy. Whatever you need, right? Some coaching. Um, What is good for your body? Is it yoga? Is it martial arts? Is it maybe running a marathon? (laughs) Whatever. Uh Again, right? And then the environment. You will know the more, especially the more mindful you get. Which people, you don't have to be even so mindful. Just by your energy level, you know. You you will find out what environment does you good, what people does you good, what you need and what not.
0: Right?
1: Right. So I work on these three anchoring points usually.
0: I like that. I like uh, the mind, the body and the environment. When, when I talk to people uh, I also try to recommend like a triangle or the three approach. But let's mm-hmm. but, but say it's specifically mindfulness or specifically movement.
1: Mm-hmm. I say
0: you need one it's the formal practice. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you're going to the gym for an hour, you're listening to a guided meditation for X amount of time. That's one point. The the second is the informal stuff. So probably if you're an athlete, you're moving more throughout your day. Yeah. You're you're going on walks, you're parking further away from the office, etc. In mindfulness, right, how can I be more present with everything I do? And the third is the study. Like mm-hmm. right, just learning about the topic new techniques new practices exercises you know movements and stuff like that so cool yeah so i remember when did i think we met like uh over a year ago two years ago and oh uh,
1: longer than two years
0: yeah and we uh i <laughs> yeah. i i i was doing a lot of boxing back then and I remember you came in and it was like me and three or two of my buddies plus the, the trainer and and you were there and I was like, there's something about you and the way you were talking and the way you were moving and you were, you know, just, just breathe, just focus, just be present, you know, and all this stuff. And I was like, this girl knows what's up. <laughs> so I'm really grateful and happy, you know, we've been collaborating and working together and getting to know each other. I'm super excited to to do some more stuff with you. I really wish you all the success and thank you for, you know, finding the time, making the time and sharing your your insights.
1: Yeah, thank you, Patrick, really. I from my whole heart, really, because I know that you pushing me as I told you before into directions where I sometimes don't feel super comfortable, but you do it like very mindful and with a lot of love. And I told you that and it's from my heart because Yeah, I can get punched in the face, and I punched and kicked a lot of people in the face, and I got kicked in the face also. (laughs) But, you know, there are some things I just really don't like, and I'm scared of, or I feel very uncomfortable, and I just truly, so you you bring me on the path, on the new one. So thank you.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Enjoy the rest of your day.